The British and Irish Film Festival kicks off in Luxembourg and celebrates its 14th anniversary um, this weekend. It's starting on the 19th of March. This year, a little change to the programming, though, in that the festival will be taking place across uh, two editions, both a spring and an autumn edition. Here to talk to us about everything that the festival has in store is festival programmer Jeff Thompson. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning. Welcome back uh, to the studio. So the festival. Th- thanks very much, Tom. I nearly said good evening. But, uh... <laughs> no, definitely good morning. <laughs> so the festival starts its spring edition this Sunday, um, but a bit of a change to the schedule this year. Tell us about why you've you've moved to a new model. Yeah, it's uh, very interesting, and it's all really a knock on from the pandemic. So uh, last September, when we normally have our um, our, our festival of uh, around uh, nine or ten days, uh, there were um, a number of films that we. Had hoped to screen, but we couldn't. However, we got the rights to screen them in March, February, March. So I thought, well, it's not going to be really feasible to and fair to our audiences to keep those till September 2023. Mm. So in the past, we have had some St. Patrick screenings, um, sort of two, three, or, or more sometimes, not every year. And we decided, then, uh, yeah, maybe this year to uh, split things up and um, see how uh, how we go in this. And yeah, there's a, a few other things, but that's mm. by by far the the primary reason. For Okay, so uh, there's a spring edition which starts on Sunday and then the second edition is going to be in the autumn. When and where are exactly the two editions uh, taking place? So this uh, spring edition is from Sunday the 19th uh, until uh, Friday the 24th and they're all at the Cine Utopia and in September from the 18th to the 22nd of September, which is the traditional uh, festival uh, time slot, we'll be at the Cinematheque. Okay. And how do you approach um, programming this festival when you're choosing the films to screen? You said that these uh, films that you're screening now are ones that you went for the, um, the fe- that you programmed for, the, you hoped to program for the last edition of the festival. What's your kind of approach when you're selecting the films for the festival? So there's a number, um, a, a couple of the screenings this time round, uh, including Emily and The Lost King. Uh, those two have been uh, picked up by Cine Utopia because they're going to go on uh, general release uh, in the sort of coming weeks or months. And we're doing those as avant-premieres under the uh, collaboration of BIFFL uh, Presents. So that's those two. Regarding the others, a lot of these are... Um, when I would, for example, go to the uh, Galway Film Fla in Ireland every July or um, to the Edinburgh International Film Festival. That itself, though, has had uh, numerous changes over the uh, the past uh, couple of years. Uh, fortunately, the, the company the, behind that went into administration uh, a few months ago. However, within the last few days, they've got a rescue pass- package, so they will be putting on something this August during the main Fringe Festival. They used to uh, put it on at the, in the second half of June, which meant that when I was up there, everybody else would be here celebrating the Grand Duke's birthday. Ah. So I'd missed that. So um, whether or not I go uh, to Edinburgh this year uh, is yet to be decided. Uh, if I do, it'll probably be too late uh, for uh, programming for September mm-hmm. because I'd like to be able to get uh, everything uh, fixed up uh, quite a long time before then. But uh, interestingly, uh, there's a s- it hasn't happened this way, but it it's uh, it wasn't planned this way, but it, it has happened this way. Normally, documentaries, for example, are very, very um, – 
uh, sort of big hit with our audiences and normally they score very highly uh, regarding the audience prize. Um, we're not showing any documentaries uh, this time around in the spring edition. Uh, there is one docudrama, which is a semi-documentary. Uh, mm. uh, that's one of the Scottish films. But we're going to try and have a, a couple of documentary evenings in the autumn and we're going to feature uh, short films there as well. Okay. Um, and the films being screened at this edition coming up, are these all uh, premieres for Luxembourg? Are this the first time these films have been shown here? Yes, for all of them, except for on Colleen Kuhn, uh, The Quiet Girl. So we have a collaboration with the Luxembourg City Film Festival, which is uh, just finished on Saturday, Sunday. And they had three screenings of this, uh, which were the, the premieres. And... So we had a collaboration uh, with them, but we've also got uh, one screen during our festival and it's put on at half past four, which is in the afternoon on Wednesday. Uh, the reason we've put it at that time is to appeal to both schools and uh, people who might be able to get off work a little bit early. Um, what's the, um, um, it's the British and Irish Film Festival, so there are films from across the, the UK and Ireland. Do you kind of go for an equal balance of uh, films? Is that Kind of what you aim we, for, we try it? normally to have 50% Irish and 50% from the UK or, or British. Um, this time round, we've uh, probably got uh, uh, more uh, from from the UK. We've got 11 films in total, of which uh, four are Irish or Irish uh, co-productions. But when we have one, for example, Lola, which is a Welsh and Irish co-production, uh, where do you classify that? Mm. It's like in, in Luxembourg, uh, in the statistics, if people have dual Luxembourgish and, for example, Irish nationality, where are they classified? Mm. <laughs> um, I'm sure that all of the films during the festival uh, would be recommended by you to check out. But are there any highlights that you're particularly looking forward to to this year's edition? Yeah, I, I'm... No, you're right. Like I, I personally look forward to them all. Um, yes, I do have uh, more favourite genres. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, like uh, at a personal level, I would probably like a, a good uh, psychological thriller, etc. There aren't any in this one. Mm-hmm. We are primarily focused on uh, dramas and uh, comedies. Uh, and this time around in the spring edition. But uh, different films appeal to uh, different people. Um, we're starting off with the Rosh August Frank, which is a very light-hearted Irish-language comedy drama uh, about a woman who has recently lost her husband and believes that this dog that comes along is the husband's reincarnation. Now, that may oh. f- seem uh, like it's bonkers, it's, it's way out there, but it's actually hilarious. Mm. It really, really is. It's very, very tasteful, done in in a great way. And it really is a laugh out loud comedy. And are these films by kind of up and coming uh, directors in the UK and Ireland? Or are they well, are they well established directors? Is it a bit of a mix? Yeah, I'll uh, answer that by uh, grouping directors and actors mm. in this as well. Um, 
we try to feature primarily uh, independent uh, productions. Um, however, one of these is from uh, has been financed by Amazon. Another one, <coughs> the Welsh Irish co-production, the Amund and the Seahorse, has a number of uh, top stars in it, and. Uh, for example, uh, Charlotte Gainsborough and Rebel Wilson. Obviously, mm-hmm. not, they're not coming over, mm-hmm. but um, uh, that shows that we've got a like a, a good number of top actors. Uh, you know, because Steve Coogan and Sally Hawkins in The Lost King, and Colin Meaney uh, in the film that's uh, this Sunday evening, Three Day Millionaire. So we've got a lot of top actors there. Um, but if I may, I'd like to highlight our special guest. Mm-hmm. So we're brought, bringing over Lorcan Crantich, and he'll be over for three films in which he's appearing. And it's just happened like that. So I thought, well, if it's possible then to get him over, um, uh, we will. So uh, even though we're starting with Three Day Millionaire on Sunday evening, the official opening is on the Monday evening. And that's with uh, Rochelle August Frank, in which uh, he's starring in that. And also the two films on the Tuesday evening, which are Tarak, uh, which is another Irish-language drama. It's set in Kerry in the southwest of Ireland. Uh, it's a drama about this woman who returns to the family home after her father uh, suffers. I think it is a, a heart attack, but it's set in the uh, uh, in the world of uh, open water rowing. It's in what they call navogues. Um, people may have heard of the similar term, kirks. So that's very, very, very well done. Um, arguably um, my favourite. Um, and then later that evening, there's uh, another film in which Rogan Grantich uh, stars. And it's an English language drama set uh, in the Midlands in Ireland um, called Lakelands. And it's set in the world of Gaelic football. Okay. Um, and will you be having the side events to the screenings, the kind of Q&As, uh, discussions that I know you've had at past editions? Yeah, we're not having uh, seminars this time around. We'll keep, we're keeping those for September, but we will have uh, Q&As with Lorcan Crantich, uh, definitely, and possibly um, one or two uh, other uh, actors or directors later in the week as well, yet to be confirmed. And is the, the festival, uh, is there a competitive element to it? Do you have prizes for the films? We uh, yes we do we have a, a couple of prizes so we have a, a critics prize so most of the films um, are in line for that up to uh, but excluding the closing film which is the first of the two films on a Friday evening we uh, uh, we've programmed another. Um, uh, film um, for half past nine on Friday evening that's not on the original programme but it is on the website but f- we're encouraging people the, to vote for their favourite film and from that we take out the the we, we calculate the average score and that then uh, goes towards the audience prize. Okay so there's an audience prize and a critics prize. Yeah well actually I'm, I'm going to uh, re- redefine that a little bit. There's an audience uh, uh, award. Okay. And 
But we also do a, uh, a tirage. We pull a couple of uh, voting slips out of the hat and we've got a couple of prizes. Uh, we've got a magnum of Cremont from Bern Massard and mm-hmm. a hamper from Home from Home as well for the okay. two lucky winners. So it's an encouragement for people to vote. All right. Uh, and who's on the critics' jury? So I'm in uh, liaison with the Luxembourg uh, Film Critics Association regarding that at the moment. The, oh. That's the ALPC. Okay. Well, it sounds uh, like a packed programme um, and a great festival, as always. Where do people get tickets uh, and where can they find out more information? So all the information is on the website, uh, bifilmseason.lu, and there are links there to tickets which are 10 euros for adults and for Oncolian Kuhn students uh, get in for 7 euros. So all the uh, tickets are available on luxembourgticket.lu except the two BIFFL screenings, Emily and The Lost King, which are available on the canopolis.lu website. Okay, excellent. Jeff, thank you for coming in to talk to me about this year's edition of the festival and good luck with it. That's great. Thank you very much indeed. We look forward to uh, seeing you and uh, your listeners and I I believe you'll have a, a few tickets for a prize as well. Yes, we will indeed. Our City Radio.